0: Welcome to this podcast message from Kingdom Faith. Lord, we bless you. We thank you for all that you've been doing during these weeks as we've been waiting upon you and seeking your face. Lord, as we come to the last encounter night of these 21 days, we believe that you have something special that you want to do amongst us tonight. So we open our hearts to hear from you and respond to your word so that you can do among us what you have planned that is going to enable us to be truly fruitful in the way that you desire for the glory and honor of your name. Amen. Okay, let's find a seat For a little while our main purpose tonight is to meet with the lord but we need to understand what he wants to do as i've been praying about tonight i felt the lord was saying that he wanted to do something release something amongst us tonight that is going to lead to the multiplication that we desire to see doesn't mean that is all going to happen tonight, but what he's going to do tonight is going to lead to that. And uh, I was interested that Pastor Clive read that passage from Haggai. I didn't know he was going to do that, because God used that passage in preparing for a time of revival that we had in kingdom faith back in its early days in the 1980s probably the most powerful period of revival that I've known and during that period of time this is before we had the church we were just a ministering community at that time but as a result of what God did we saw thousands and thousands of people being saved We believed that at every meeting as we traveled around that there'd be at least 100 people saved and there were missions where we saw 1,000 people during the course of a week coming to faith in Christ. So it was a time of multiplication. And uh, he used the first part of what Pastor Clive read to actually address us And then, of course, it has repercussions for the nation, as Pastor Clive was explaining. Uh, And this is what the Lord showed us. Let me just read again. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I'm going back a verse. These people say, the time has not yet come for the Lord's house to be built. Then the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Is it a time for you yourselves to be living in your panelled houses while this house remains a ruin? And what the Lord said to us as as we were preparing for what he wanted to do amongst us is don't be concerned about yourselves building up your panelled houses you are living stones in the temple of God be concerned first and foremost about the building up of the temple then your paneled houses will also be blessed and of course the nation is then going to be impacted so it's a matter of realizing why we seek the Lord not for ourselves, but for His purpose. And His purpose is greater than anything He has for any one of us personally. So it's understanding that it's only as we devote ourselves to His will for the whole house, for the temple, for His body, that we will actually prosper in the way that God intends. Now the theme of these 21 days has been God breaking through, that we may break out. And I believe God wants to bring about a breakthrough in our lives tonight. I think that has been happening during these last three weeks or so. And uh, there's more that he wants to release in us tonight. As you read on in Haggai... God gives this wonderful promise and I'm taking this promise for kingdom faith. Remembering those great and wonderful things that we saw over a period of about three years uh, back in the 1980s, he says this, the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, Amen. says the Lord Almighty. Amen. And in this place I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. I believe that God wants to do something more glorious, more, that is greater than anything I have seen in the history of kingdom faith. And I've seen more than any of you because I've been here since the beginning of kingdom faith. So what does this mean in a practical sense for what God wants to do amongst us tonight? I'm just going to talk for a very few minutes about faith and then we're, we're going to get back into prayer and meeting with God. There are different aspects of faith. But one of the essential aspects is surrender to God. Faith is trusting the Lord. But we can only trust Him in as much as we are surrendered to Him. Now, it's easy to surrender with words, but what God is concerned about is surrendered hearts. So if you put this in context with what I've just been saying, it's being surrendered to the building up of the house, surrendered to the building up of the temple, not surrendered to our own personal desires and wishes of what we want God to do in our lives, but being surrendered to what He wants to do in the whole house, Because when we are surrendered in that way, he will actually do in us all that he wants to do in us. And we, as if you read the whole of Haggai, we will then prosper and the nation will prosper because we've actually got our priorities right. So faith gets the priorities in their right order. God is obviously first, but God can't be first without his purpose being first. If God is first, then his purpose in our lives is first. And that's not his purpose for you and me as an individual, but his purpose for the body. Now, as I've been seeking the Lord during these last weeks, of course, there's always that personal element. And there's going to be that personal element tonight, because we are his children who need to see the outworking of our relationship with him and a building up of that relationship, a strengthening of that relationship, drawing ever closer to him. But it's why we do that. It's not just so that I will be blessed, but that the body will (laughs) prosper and being in a leadership position, I'm always conscious of that. Whatever God does in me will be for the body, not just for me. But you see, that principle is true for all of us. That what we want to see is the whole house prospering. We want to see God's will for the house. And this is, this is uh, so important today. Because there are so many churches that don't think like that. That people, you know, go to church to seek their personal blessing or the meeting of their personal needs. And it's all actually pretty selfish if you, if you analyze it. Whereas God has his will for the nation, but he can only fulfill his, wo- his will in the nation through the church. Through his body through the temple and God has spoken to us already in these weeks about the water of life that flowed from the temple and how the river of life flows uh, right through the center of heaven from the throne of God so God has to be enthroned in the temple And he can only be enthroned in the temple so the river of life will flow out through the nation if he's enthroned in the lives of the living stones that make up the temple. So what this means in practice is that God can only fulfill his purpose in the whole house through the power of his Holy Spirit because, of course, God can only fulfill His purpose in each one of our lives through the Holy Spirit. And what does that mean? Well, the temple of the Lord is holy because God is holy. So I, as an individual believer, need to desire to be holy so that I can participate, or if you like, fulfill my part in the whole house becoming holy and in God's holy purposes being released in the nation. Now, what does that mean? Because the word holy usually puts people off. They think this is something way beyond us. But in fact, what Jesus has done by the shedding of his blood and by washing you in his blood is to make you holy. And that essentially means he has set you apart He has set you apart for himself. He has set you apart for his purpose. So the temple of the Lord consists of the people that he has set apart for his purpose. You are a living stone in that temple. So you want to be holy. You want to be in relationship, in fellowship, to be walking closely with the Holy One. So, of course, you don't want anything that is unholy, that is impure, that is sinful that is against god's will going on in your life we reject all that and we say lord we want your will because his will is holy now if you put that into very practical terms substitute the word holy for love because god expresses his his holiness in love so the temple the house is to be a house of love. Now there's a sense in which this house is already a house of love. God has poured his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit and there is much love that is being revealed and manifested in the church among the people who belong much love for one another, encouragement, help and support for one another. But this is a matter of degree. Because that love has got to be so strong, it's going to break out of us and is going to impact Horsham and Worthing and Crawley and the 25-mile radius and the nation. So when we're seeking God, what are we seeking? Are we seeking an experience? Are we seeking some emotional event? No, no. We're seeking God. I need more of your holiness in my life. Therefore, I need more of your love in my life. You want want your temple to be a glorious temple. I need more of your glory in my life. What are we doing when we're on our knees and our faces? We're saying, Lord, I want more. Lord, I need more of you. I need more of your holy purpose. I need more of your love. I need more of your power. I need more of your joy. I need more of your freedom. That's the passion and desire of our hearts. That's how we need to be praying all the time. Lord, I want more, more. And his response to that is, I want to give you more. So what do we have to do then? He says, well, give more of yourself to me and I will give more of myself to you. The measure you give is the measure you get back. You want more, give more yield yourself more give yourself more fully over to my will over to my purpose over to the building of the house not just your own selfish ambitions as a Christian for what you want me to do in your life but give yourself to my purpose give yourself to my will for the house because the house is to bring about a move of God in the nation something is to break out of the house that is going to be so powerful that the nation is impacted god can do that he's done it in kingdom faith in the past on a number of occasions not just on that occasion that i told you before where the whole of of what has been happening spiritually in this nation has been actually initiated by what god did amongst us in kingdom faith there's no time to go into all the details of that but it's happened again and again and i believe god wants it to happen again now and so you know as we're seeking god it's a question of lord i want more lord i just give myself wholeheartedly i want you to deal with anything in my life that that undermines my faith in you my trust in you that undermines that holiness that 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 is a denial of that love that that does not glorify you because I want more of your glory. So I won't have done with anything that doesn't glorify you. I want, I need more of your love. So I don't want any attitude. I don't want anything in my mind, anything in my heart, anything in my life, in my relationships that is a denial of that love. So it's not just seeking an experience. I mean, God works all this when, when that's what you want. That's what God will do because he grants the desires of our hearts. When that's what he wants, when that's what you want, that's what he would do. Sometimes that involves experience. Sometimes it involves no experience. But it produces the fruit. We know, because this is a matter of faith, we know something has changed. Sometimes you experience something that that tells you that. But sometimes there's no experience except that of faith. I know I'm in a place of greater surrender to God. I know that more of his life is going to flow through me. And you see, God has been speaking to us about impartation. And the more we, we take hold of his life, the more of that life we have to impart. So there's a sense, you see, in which we get greatly blessed, but not in a selfish way for ourselves, but so that we can be a greater blessing. But you see, you as an individual can't do much to bless the nation. But you as a stone in the temple, the whole temple can do much to bless the nation. And this is what God wants. He doesn't want to just break out of your life as an individual. He wants to break out of the house. He wants to break out of the temple. He wants that flow of living water to flow out of kingdom faith in, in all the ways that are possible with all the areas of, of, of influence that we have and all the means in, in, in this modern age that we can communicate the gospel. He wants that life breaking out. So he's been doing much in all of us, I would reckon, during these last three weeks or so. But God doesn't believe in anticlimaxes. So I believe that he is ready to impact our lives in a way tonight that is going to influence the whole temple. He can only do that through the living stones that form the temple. But I want you to understand that we don't seek the Lord for ourselves. In fact, you're not really seeking the Lord if that's your motive. We seek the Lord always, first and foremost, for His sake. And if it's for His sake, so that His will can be outworked in our lives, then it's for His will, for the whole body of which we're a part. And this is, this is the tremendous responsibility, but also the great privilege we have of, you know, being part of something that's much greater than we are as individuals, <laughs> much more significant, much more important. I mean, each of us is what we are. I mean, in and of ourselves, we are nothing. It, it's only what God can do through us in Christ that is of any significance. And this is what God does. He just takes a heap of people, puts them together and says, you're my temple, you're my body in this place. You're my house. I live in this house. I am enthroned in this house. This is, this is the throne room of my glory in this part of my world. And I want that glory to be revealed. And I want the glory of this present house to be greater now than it was formerly. So it's just a question of giving of ourselves and yielding ourselves to him for that. And there's only, there's only two people that know how surrendered you are in your heart to God. One is the Lord, the other is you. Nobody else has got the remotest idea of how surrendered you really are in your heart to Jesus. But he knows. And he blesses you accordingly. The more surrendered, the more of his life gets released into your life. The measure you give is the measure you get back. You reap what you sow. It's all there in the Scripture. It's the principle of his kingdom. So we're going to have a good time the next hour or so. Amen. Because as we give of ourselves, God is going to give of Himself. And I'm just going to lead that in a li- for a, a little while in some ways that God has laid on my heart. But then, you know, He can take things way beyond that because we want everything to be in His hands, not our hands. So let's... you know Christ says jump to our feet I said to my wife how can we jump to our feet at our age but anyway if you're young enough jump to your feet if you're older get to your feet (laughs) and come come into the middle here hallelujah who wants the temple to be glorious who wants the glory of this present temple to be greater than the glory of the former temple? Hallelujah. That means more of Jesus, more of his will, more of his purpose. So let's just focus on him right now. Oh Lord, we thank you. What's this? I mean, heaven doesn't even know you're here, it can't hear anything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank him that he's called you. Thank him that he's chosen you. Thank him that you're a al- You're a living stone, according to the scripture. You're a living stone. This isn't a temple of of granite, but you're a living stone. It's not a temple of marble. It's a temple of living peoples. You're a living stone in the temple of God. Can you thank him for that? Hallelujah. And in a building, every stone counts. You, you don't want any defective stones. You don't want any stones that are missing. You want every stone to be in place. So the first act of surrender tonight, can you say to the Lord, Lord, I surrender myself afresh to the place you have for me in this house. In this temple, it's your temple, can you say to the Lord, Lord, I surrender myself to fulfill the part that you have for me in this house? You know, when God builds a house, there are no unnecessary stones. Every stone is important. Every stone is significant. Every stone has its purpose. So can you thank him, Lord? I'm not here for my will. I'm not here for my purpose. I'm not here just to be blessed. I don't belong to this house just because of what I want you to do in my life. I belong to this house for your will, for your purpose, to fulfill what you want to do in my life. so that your purpose for the house is fulfilled and this house can be a blessing to the nation. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. And we dare to believe that the latter glory of this house is going to be greater than the former glory. <laughs> Oh rasa that we 're going to see such abundant fruitfulness now can you pray i mean this is this is where it 's no use if you don 't pray this from your heart it 's no use if it 's just words, but can you pray, Lord, I want more of you in my life. I want to make more space, I want to give more room. Lord, during these last few days as we've been praying and fasting, I think each of us has made more room for you. But, Lord, when the 21 days are are, are over, we're not going to close down that room. We're going to keep that room. We're going to keep that space that we've opened up for you because we want you to go on filling that space with more and more of yourself. We may not go on fasting, but, Lord, we want the space we want that time that we've spent with you to continue. We, 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 we want to keep moving with you, Lord. We don't want to stop moving because it's the end of the 21 days. We want to go from glory to glory, Lord. More of you, Jesus. More of you in my life. So, Lord, I surrender more of myself to you of the time. I want to keep that time surrendered to you. I want to keep that prayer surrendered to you. Keep those opportunities for you to speak to me, to deal with me, to move in my heart and life, to bring me more and more in line with your will. Now he's listening to your heart. He knows what surrender is going on there. But as you surrender to him, he's giving himself to you. You can never give to the Lord without him giving back far more. That's why he says you get back good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. It's impossible to give to the Lord without him giving back more to you. Absolutely impossible. Whatever you give to him, he always gives much more back because he's the boss and he does everything much better than we do. So you give, he outdoes you in giving. He gives much more back. So can you say to him, Lord, I want more of your holiness in my life? more of your holy will and purpose. I don't want anything. I don't want anything to go on in my heart, in my mind, in my, my affections, in my desires, in my relationships that is unholy, that is ungodly, that is not your will. I've just had done with all that stuff. It's all history now. Thank you for all the ways in which you've been dealing with me in those areas. Now, Lord, I want to see more of your purity of heart in my heart. More of your love, Lord. I need much, much more. I thank you for all the ways in which you have already impacted my life with your love that you've already poured your love into my heart, but I need to see more of the outworking of that love. Not only for people within the church, not only for my brothers and sisters in Christ, but for those who do not yet belong to you, those that are lost, those that are poor and desperate spiritually, those that are blind, those that are, are just heading for a Christless eternity and terrible judgment Lord, I need a greater love for them, so I yield myself to you afresh tonight. Thank you, Lord. This, you want this to be the passion of the whole house, to see your kingdom come and your will being done on earth as in heaven in more and more people. Thank you, Lord, that your love is going to break out of this house. Touch the lives of multitudes. Yes, Lord, multitudes. You deal in multitudes, one by one, but multitudes of one by one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. More of your love, Lord. More of your love breaking through into my heart. More of your love breaking out of my life. Lord, I might not be able to do too much just on my own, but together with others. Oh, together with the others, built into your body, living stone in your temple. You can do so much, Lord. You can do so much. Lord, I need more of your life. Thank you that Christ is already in me. But Lord, I need more and more of the life of Christ to radiate in my life. You've been reminding us, Lord, in these days that we've come to the fullness of life in Christ. So, Lord, I want more of that fullness to actually be expressed in my life. That rivers of that life are pouring out of my life. And, Lord, I dare to believe that as that happens in my life and in the others around me, so a river is going to flow out of this temple. A river of life. And wherever that river touches the lives of other people, death will be turned to life. Darkness will be turned to light. Wherever there is a desert, life will spring forth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're not spending a great deal of time on each of these issues, but you see, God can read your heart. He knows if his heart surrender, heart desire, heart longing for his will in your life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. more of your love, more of your life. Jesus, you are Lord. You are the ultimate authority. And I need more of your authority. So I have a greater boldness of faith. Lord, I'm like your saints of old in Acts 4 who prayed, Lord, we need to speak your word with greater boldness. Can you say to the Lord, Lord, I want greater boldness, greater boldness of faith, boldness when I pray, boldness what I believe, boldness in what I expect, boldness in the way I speak, boldness in the way I act. So, Lord, more of your authority, more of your boldness, more of your faith. So, Lord, as a man or woman of faith, I yield myself afresh to you tonight. I give myself to you afresh so you can work that boldness in me, Lord. You can release that authority in my life. Hallelujah. And Lord, we thank you for the boldness that's going to be in the whole temple. The faith that is going to be in this temple. That anybody that comes amongst us is going to be impacted by that faith, by the expectation of your people. By the powerful way in which we pray and and, and the powerful way in which we impact the others, as uh, other people, as we reach out to them, to impart to them in your name. Thank you, Lord, that you impart to impact. Hallelujah. Praise your holy name. And I thank you, Lord, that we're going to impact more and more people. individually corporately as your body in this place oh lord you're going to transform this church in these coming weeks and months you're going to transform there's going to be more more of your glory can you say lord i want more of your glory in my life I don't want anything, Lord, that is going to undermine your glory. I don't want anything in my life that does not glorify you. I say no to the devil. I say no to all temptation. I say no to all sin. I say no to anything that does not glorify you. Come on, are you saying no? Are you saying no to all those things? Nothing. That does not glorify the Lord. I want everything in my life for your glory, Lord. Everything. Thank you that you're merciful, that when when there's anything in my life that does not glorify you, you are quick to forgive as soon as I turn to you. But, Lord, I don't want to just go on in, in syndromes of failure. I want that glory to be revealed. So, Lord, I want that love, more of your love, so there'll be more of your obedience, more of the fruitfulness, and more of your glory in my life. Are you saying this to the Lord? Are you crying this out from your heart? Not just mumbling and muttering, but, I mean, is this the real desire? Is this the passion of your heart tonight? God needs it to be the passion of our hearts. If you're not passionate about it, then nothing much is going to happen. Because you don't really desire what you're saying. But if you desire what you're saying, you get passionate about it. Oh Lord, this is what I really want. I really want you to be glorified in my life. I want you to be glorified in the whole body. I want you to be glorified in this temple. I want this temple just to be full of the light of your glory that the light that shines out of this temple will impact the darkness all around us. In Horsham, in Crawley, in Worthing, in the 25-mile radius, all over this nation, light. Pushing back the powers of darkness. Rescuing people out of darkness. Bringing them into the light. Light. Lord, we need such a move of your Spirit that the decline that is happening morally and socially and economically in this nation, that decline will cease and things will be turned around for the better because of a move of God. We know the politicians can't do it, but Lord, what you can do through your people can transform situations. Are you crying out to God for this? We can't do it alone, but as his body, as the house, as the temple of the Lord, nothing is impossible for our God. This is why he prayed, Father, may there be one that the world will know that you have sent me and that you've loved them even as you have loved me. It's got to be through the body. It's got to be through the unity of love in the body. It's got to be through the temple that the purposes of God are going to be fulfilled. O santuma. O paparazandaria lerubakalasitri <laughs> santuma. Busta Galaria, Ledo Bacala, Ceteri, Sandaria, Ledo Bacala, Sandama. Oh, Papara Zandaria, Ledo Bacala, Ceteri, Sandama. Oh, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Papara Zandaria, Ledo Bacala, Ceteri, Sandama. Oh, Papara Zandaria, Ledo Bacala, Ceteri, Sandama. Oh, Papara Zandaria, Ledo Bacala, Ceteri, Sandama. Lord, we want to make disciples. We don't want just to see people making decisions. We want to make disciples. Disciples, Lord. So, Lord, we, we yield ourselves to you afresh tonight to live as disciples because only disciples can make disciples. So we thank you, Lord, for more effective discipleship in our lives individually and corporately within this house. Papara Zandaria Ledo Bacalasidoma. Oh, Papara Zandaria Ledo Bacalasidobalandoma. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, why is it going so quiet? Why is it going so quiet? Oh, Rata Paria Ledo Bacalasitaria Ledo Bacalasandoma. Oh, Papara Zandaria Ledo Bacalasinoma. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Papa, raise and dare to O Oh, Papa, raise and the Oh, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Come on, just keep, keep, keep your heart engaged with the heart of God. Oh, Papa, led and dare to Oh, Papa, raise and Oh, just respond to anything that he's saying to you, anything that he's showing you. He's just beginning to deal with people one by one. Respond to him. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. More of your authority, more of your power. Oh, more obedience coming out of the increase of love. Oh, that holy love that you pour into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that the yoke of sin is broken in our lives. Thank you that any disobedient patterns are broken. They're shattered. They're destroyed. In the name of Jesus, they are not going to continue. Thank you, Lord, that all selfishness is being put to death tonight. We're not gonna live selfish Christian lives. We're gonna live for your glory. We're gonna live for the fulfillment of your will and purpose. We're gonna give ourselves over entirely to you for your will, for your purpose, for your glory. <inaudible> Oh, papara sandari, let ubakala situri sanduma. Oh, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Papara zandaria let ubakala. Come on, God wants to release something that is going to lead to multiplication tonight. Oh, hallelujah! Sandari, let ubakala sandarama. Oh, papara sandari, let ubakala situri sanduma. You can even ask the Lord what small groups he wants you to be a part of. Because you can't work it out alone. You can only work it out in relation to others. So so as you pray, just include that. Lord, what part do you want me to play? How can I unite with others in the outworking of your purpose? Not just a small group that's going to, you know, satisfy some need in your life, but that is going to really have an impact on the lives of others. You're going to be signing up the next couple of Sundays. So, oh, come on, we're going to see, we're going to see more powerful small groups than we've ever seen in the past in this church. These small groups are going to take on a new identity. They're going to take on a new significance. There's going to be a new power, a new fruitfulness working through these small groups. Everything is going up to another level. Everything is going to go up to another level because of what God has been doing in these 21 days. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Are you responding to the Lord with all your heart? With all your heart. With all your heart. Okay, now pray for a militant attitude. You want a militant heart. Come on, the nation isn't going to be taken unless we have that militant spirit, we have that determination. We're going to see growth. We're going to see multiplication. We're going to see breakout. We are. We are. We're putting our lives in God's way so he can use us. Come on, this is what you're doing tonight. You're putting yourself into God's hands. You're putting yourself into God's way and saying, Lord, use me for the breakout. Use me for your glory. Use me. Use me, Lord. Take hold of my life and use me in the way that you desire. It's not what I want, Lord. It's what you want. It's not what I desire. It's what you desire. It's not what what pleases me. It's what pleases you. I'm here to please you I'm here for your will I'm here for your purpose I'm part of this body to see the outworking of your plan of your purpose of your glory in this temple <speaking in> basta <Hebrew> Oh, Papara Sandaria, Ledo Bacala Sandama. Oh, Ratabaria, Ledo Bacala Sitari Sandaria, Ledo Sandama. Oh. Right now, let's just be still for a moment. There's a strange paradox that we humble ourselves before the Lord. Because we realize that in comparison with Him, we are as nothing, even the nations are just like dust on the scales. He is so great, and yet. even though we know we are nothing. And and we have to understand that because the scripture says that in his humanity, Jesus counted himself as nothing and took the form of a servant. And yet, at the same time, that in and of yourself you are nothing. At the same time, you are immensely valuable to the Lord. A child of his choosing, a child of his love, chosen specifically to be a part of the outworking of his purpose on the earth. If he could fulfill his purpose without you, he wouldn't have called you and wouldn't have chosen you. You are part of the outworking of his purpose. That's how important you are. His purpose cannot be fully outworked without you. So he has positioned you. This is what God does. He positions us, he's positioned you in Christ. So that all the riches of Christ are yours, despite your nothingness, in and of yourself. Immensely rich. Scripture says, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you may be made rich. So you have all the riches of Christ. But he's not only positioned you in Christ, he's positioned you in this temple. Not in any other temple, but in this temple. This is where he's positioned you. He doesn't want you opting out of where he's positioned you. Because he knows that his will for your life can only be outworked where he has positioned you. As a living stone in his temple. So I want you to begin to thank God now for where he has positioned you, in Christ, with all the riches of that inheritance as a co-heir of Christ, and he's positioned you in this temple for the outworking of his will. for the outworking of his kingdom purpose for you and for the whole temple. Hallelujah. You know, stones in a building can't move about. They can't go in and out. They can't even leave the temple. They're there. They're built in. They have their assigned place. God has assigned you your place in this temple. And you see, what he's promising in these scriptures is that his glory is going to fill the house. So while you outwork his purpose where he has positioned you, the glory that is in the house will be the glory in your life. that glory will impact your life. When I learned to lead people to Christ, as a young pastor, always had a whole session on what it meant to be, belong to the body and be positioned in the body before ever, They were led to the Lord. Not only did, when they were still unbelievers, not only did they need to understand that their lives would no longer belong to themselves, but to the one who had redeemed them with his blood, purchased them for himself, but that God was also going to position them in the body of people. where they would see the outworking of his will and where his glory would fill their lives. So Lord, we thank you that we've had done with casual attitudes Thank you that what you've been working in our hearts and lives in these days, bringing us to a new devotion to you and a fresh dedication to your will. We praise you for all the mercy that you've shown us, for all the grace that you poured out into our lives for the love that has enfolded us and for the faith that has been rising up and getting ever stronger within us. We give you the thanks and the praise and all the glory for this, Lord, because we know it is the work of your Spirit. But, Lord, we know you don't want to Stop at the end of the 21 days. You want this process to go on. Transforming us from glory to glory. So we become more and more like you. and There will continue to be an increase of your love and an increase of your life. Increase of your faith, increase of your authority, increase of your power. Constantly growing. Constantly becoming stronger and stronger. Thank you that you're able to do far more than we can ask, uh, whatever we can ask or imagine, according to that power that is at work, not within me, but within us as the body. Thank you, Lord, for your power. And your love within this body. Thank you for the increase that you've given in these days. Thank you for all the fruitfulness that is going to result. You're going to be glorified more and more. So Lord, we thank you for an increase of joy. Of freedom free to do what you want, free from all those selfish, self-centered attitudes, free to be part of your wonderful, wonderful purpose. Just one more thing, I want you to thank the Lord. I want you to thank him that as his kingdom life breaks out of your life and breaks out of the house, of the temple. That there are going to be multitudes of people in heaven for all eternity as a result. Come on, I think we can do better than that. This is, this is going to be the outworking of God's purpose. You see, we're on a rescue mission. Amen? Oh, thank you, Lord. that You've rescued us. And thank you, we're going to see many, many more rescued. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Let's bless the Lord. Let's have the band back up. We need to just praise the Lord for a moment. Really give him glory and thanks. Hallelujah. But just keep in that place of humble surrender to him, crying out to more of him, not just in these few moments that we've been praying together. Keep that prayer going in your life, day by day, day by day. More of you, Lord, more of you. I just surrender myself to you so there's more of you, more of you, more of you in my life. Praise your holy name.